Welcome to the Sassy Biker Sister Podcast. I'm your hostess, Erin Bailey. We will be hearing from some amazing lady bikers around the United States and beyond. Whether you have ridden, hope to ride soon, or currently ride motorcycles, front, back, or sidecar, this podcast is a can't miss. We will share some of the best roads, destinations, tips, and laughs as we chat with our Sassy Biker Sisters. Hey, hey, Sassy Biker Sisters. Today's interview is with Bridget Seveny, owner of Float Moto. She tells me right away that she has listened to many of the Sassy Biker Sister podcasts and that she likes listening to everyone tell their stories about where they are in their lives with different backgrounds and experiences. Bridget has some really cool stories of her own to tell. I'm sure that you know that the first question we always ask is, tell me about your bike. I ride a Harley-Davidson 883 Sportster, um, silver. I've had it since 2014, and I love riding it, and I really don't want to give it up, even though I really need a bigger bike for longer <laughs> traveling. Oh, but okay. I've gotten so comfortable on it that it's really hard to let go. That's a long time to have a bike. Yeah, that's almost a relationship there. Yeah. <laughs> My little your baby. Does it have a name? Not really. I mean, I just call her my little sporty girl. Oh, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and so if you go bigger, what are you looking at? I haven't really decided yet. They kind of intimidate me a little bit. The bigger bikes, just yeah. the weight and a lot of them I can't really touch the ground. Like I'm on my tippy toes. So it's always intimidated me a little bit. I've never ridden a bigger bike. Um, the only other bike I've ever really ridden is a 1200 and a street bike once, but I did not like that. <laughs> <laughs> How tall like are you? I'm five foot four-ish. Okay. All right. Well, good. Well, the girls talk about a lot of different modifications that you can do on on bigger bikes, too, um, just to bring them down a little bit lower and bring that mm-hmm. center of gravity lower. So, yeah. Well, tell me about you. You're living in Virginia right now. Yep. Um, I just moved here about a year ago. I grew up in upstate New York, mm-hmm. um, but I love this Virginia area. The weather is so much nicer. You can do riding more year lo- or all year long. Um, I live in the Shenandoah Valley, so it's just absolutely beautiful here. Awesome. So it's New Market is where you are. Yeah, it's right outside of Harrisonburg. Okay. So not far from D.C. No, I'm about two hours from D.C., Okay. Awesome. And it looked like it wasn't far from West Virginia either. Yeah. I think the closest border of West Virginia is maybe about a half hour away. Okay. All right. So you started riding in when you were in New York. Yeah. I started riding when I was five years old, actually. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about that. Um, my dad got me a little Suzuki 50 and he was like, here, here's the helmet, get on and go. So no training wheels or anything. I just got on the bike and went. Wow. Rode it yard. He always makes me, uh, even when I got my Harley Davidson, he made me do it for the first time in the grass. Oh, okay. Because if I dropped my bike, I wouldn't, you know, be t- too, like, intimidated and scared by it. You know, I was going to fall on something soft. Yeah. Um, even though it was a little harder going around the grass, it definitely taught me, like, what it feels like to fall. Mm-hmm. So, I got that fear out of the way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then I moved from the grass to the dirt. And the same thing when I was five. 
Wow. Yeah. And I did a lot of uh, nervous novice races when I was five years old um, for a, a few years. They're little kid races, like in the woods. Oh, cool. Um, like, as long as you got to the end, you got a trophy. And I have a bunch of trophies still from when I was younger. And it's just really cool to, like, look at them and think back to where I started. That's awesome. Very cool. Do you have pictures of that? Um, I like, can find a picture. <laughs> maybe we could post? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Then and now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so did your dad ride? Does your yeah. dad ride? Yeah. All um, right. My great. family rides. Oh, cool. Okay. My dad, my brothers. I have two brothers. Just my mom doesn't ride. She'll ride on the back. <laughs> okay. So you can go out for family rides. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Very cool. Yeah, what does your dad ride? He rides um, a big bagger. <laughs> I'm not really big sure bag. what it is. Yeah. <laughs> but he definitely wants me to try to ride it one day when he can't, when he's ready to uh, transition to a trike. <laughs> He's getting older now, so it's a little bit harder for him to keep the keep the bike up. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's a little heavier. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a big difference from the Sportster up to a, you know, a street glider, a, an Ultra. When yeah. I picked up my my ex's Ultra, it was pretty heavy. But yeah. the heaviness, you know, I talked to a couple of the girls. For me, the heavier bikes were a little bit easier to do. The turns, you know, starts and stops, it was just a little bit, a little bit more stable, but yeah. that was just me. I guess what might intimidate me a little bit is, like, if I dropped it, I don't think I would be able to pick it up. Yeah, yeah. Like, I could pick up my bike now, just barely. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's all right. You just need to do some squats. <laughs> <laughs> you start now, you'll be good. <laughs> Tell me about how, why you ride. So we know that your dad put you on the bike at five, but now why do you ride? Um, I really like riding now because it gives me like a sense of freedom. Um, it's very therapeutic to me. Um, mostly for the therapeutic sense of it. <laughs> sure. You go out there and just clear your mind. Yeah. Like, I mean, sometimes I don't even listen to music when I'm riding because I just like to listen to you know, the, all the sounds of the bike and the wind and look at everything and just really focus into riding. Awesome. But tell me about, you've got a, a bright helmet. Yeah, bright orange helmet. The yeah. built well. It's a built well? Um, lane splitter, I'm pretty sure it's called. Okay. Um, my favorite color is orange. Oh. <laughs> I have a bright orange Jeep Renegade. Do you? <laughs> well, tell me um, about the Renegade. You like, <laughs> do you like the way it, it rides? Mm-hmm. I love okay. my car. <laughs> <laughs> I miss my Jeep. I uh, I sold it about a year ago, and I miss it a lot. And I, that was the only one I'd ever had. Um, but a friend of mine here, she she had a real old one, an old TJ, that I took out, um, and I took it out with her in the in the back roads in North Carolina. Yeah. And that was that was a workout. It was a blast, but it was a workout. Man, There's I was sore. Off or off roading for Jeep around where I live. I haven't tried it yet, but yeah, I know I know it's possible. <laughs> Very cool. All right, so back to the helmet. Sorry, not a Jeep podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about anything. Yeah. Tell me about your helmet. How did you choose it? Why do you like it? 
I chose it because it kind of matched my car and it's my favorite home or my favorite color, like I said. Um, I mean, it's not like orange. It's a little, I don't know, like a burnt orange maybe. Um, I just really like the color and <laughs> the aesthetic. <laughs> it's actually not the best helmet, though, to travel long distance in, I've noticed, um, compared to like my Harley Davidson helmet I was wearing. I mean, I love the Biltwell helmets, but I think my Harley Davidson helmet was is definitely a little bit more comfortable. Gotcha. But I like to use this my Biltwell helmet to just ride around here. Yeah. Why is it? Tell me why it's not quite as comfortable. Is it the way it fits, or is it a weight? I think it's heavier. Okay. It's a lot heavier, and mm-hmm. um, I have some neck problems, so just like the extra weight is is a little much sometimes. And for some reason, I can't seem to keep a windshield on my bike. They always fall off for some reason. Like they rattle off or just something happens and they crack or I don't have bad luck with windshields. So having all that extra wind too was like going against my neck. Yeah. I might have to switch back to my Harley helmet this year. (laughs) But it's a lot nicer though because I have a three-quarter helmet for my helmet. So it's a lot nicer when it's a million degrees outside. (laughs) Yeah, I imagine so. You can always spray paint it orange. Yeah. Or just get a new one. <laughs> or get a new one, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm very interested in your business. Tell me okay. how you started, what you do, why it's called the, the name that it is. Tell me everything. Um, Float Moto is the name of my business. It stands for For the Love of All Things Moto. Um, I'm a graphic design major, um, and I... When I got out of college, I did a lot. I worked in a lot of print shops. Um, so that kind of led me to wanting to do my own thing. And it took me a little while to figure out what my niche was. And then I was like, it was right in front of me the whole time, the motorcycle community. Um, so I really geared my business towards handmaking crafts for the motorcycle community, like mm-hmm. high, high quality crafts, but also affordable. Awesome. And how long have you been doing it? I've been doing it for about two years now, but I've really been putting my all into it this past year. And I love that you have your helmet on here. That's why I caught the helmet. I was, I kept seeing it in your pictures. I'm like, there's an orange helmet here. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's why I like to wear it too, because it's something that kind of signifies me. Mm-hmm. So like when I'm out on the road, you know, somebody's like, oh, hey, that's Bridget or Smyrtle, which is my nickname. <laughs> Smyrtle. So how did you get that nickname? Um, slow vibes, which is on my bike. Um, just kind of like my personality. Kind of okay. like Smyrtle. Slow and steady <laughs> wins the race. <laughs> um, you know, That's awesome. I, I like to cruise. You know, I'm not riding because I want to go 100 miles per hour. Yeah. Um, just kind of kind of fit in. Slow turtle. <laughs> Slow turtle. I love it. Smyrtle. Very cute. Like my spirit animal. Oh, okay. Awesome. Uh, well, so I'm looking at your original Float Moto logo t-shirt. $15. That's very affordable. Mm-hmm. And super and cute. You're, you're sporting it. I love it. Awesome. Yeah, very and good. I screen print all the t-shirts myself. You do? Yeah. That's great. Tell us more. Do you do specials? Do you? Um, like 
I have some um, like bleached shirts and stuff on there. Like mm-hmm. if somebody wanted a bleached shirt or let's say like their size isn't on there, I would totally accommodate them. I know there's a lot of businesses out there that are very strict to like what, what they sell and what sizes they sell too. I want to be accommodating for everybody. So if somebody wanted to do a custom. Yeah. Oh, I love this. Like my motive comes want, first. That's yeah. Like, <laughs> like a blue shirt, you know, instead yeah. of a black shirt, like I would order them a blue shirt. Okay, great. Um, either my email or my Instagram mm-hmm. or Facebook. Okay. And we'll put all those links in the show notes. So we'll do that. That's awesome. Oh, this one's $12. I may need this one. <laughs> yeah. When I first started doing the shirts, I was putting heat transfer vinyl on them. Mm-hmm. So that's what the $12 shirts are. It says okay. HTV in there, which is heat transfer vinyl. Gotcha. Um, it's just as good as the screen printing shirts, but I like the screen printing a little bit better than the vinyl on the shirts because it, it, when you screen print, the ink kind of soaks into the fabric mm-hmm. instead of when you do vinyl where it sits on top of a fabric. So I like the look of it sinking into the fabric more. Cool. That's excellent. And the this must be one of the bleach ones. So it was it was black and you just bleached it out and it turned brown? Yep. And is this your full-time gig? Uh, yeah, right now. Um, mm-hmm. I just started a new job recently um, helping a local business make little fried pies. <laughs> really? Yeah, they're really good. <laughs> so I do that on Mondays and Thursdays. Okay. Excellent. Let's go back to the riding in Virginia. So you said you're right at the Shenandoah <laughs> Valley, right? Yep. So tell me, you know, when you just go out to ride to clear your head, where do you go? Definitely somewhere on the back roads. It's very farmy and it's very open because we're, we're in the valley. Um Try to stay away away from the chicken plants, though, because it smells really bad. <laughs> it's a lot of chicken plants around here. Um, but I love just cruising and going, looking at all the animals. Um, like a month or two ago, there was a bunch of little goats all around. So it was really cool, like, riding around and seeing all the animals, like, being born for the spring and summertime. Aww. I haven't yet been on the... Um, Skyline Drive, which is very close to here. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't I haven't ridden down that yet, and I'm pretty close to the Blue Ridge Parkway too. And I have not ridden that, but those are goals for this summer. Awesome. I have the Blue Ridge Park Parkway right near me, and um, I haven't been out on it on a bike myself. I've been mm-hmm. on the back um, on Blue Ridge, but I've driven it a lot, and I love it out there. So cool. I'll have to take the Blue Ridge Parkway down me one day. There you go. All right. I love it. Yeah. Have you been out to any rallies? Um, I've been to Laconia Bike Week in New Hampshire. I went to Gettysburg last year, which is in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's pretty much it for the rallies that I've really, like the bigger ones I've been to. But I've gone to a lot of women's events, too, like Babes Right Out. Mm-hmm. Um, they have one in West Virginia called Grids and Glory that I went to. and. There's another one that I'm hoping that they have this year called the Fox Run. Yeah. I went quite a few years ago, which is also in Pennsylvania. Okay. Um, I love the women's events, though. It's so nice. cool being surrounded by like-minded, like-minded women. Yeah. And, you know, everyone just gets along, and it's always a great weekend. 
That's awesome. So have you taken the your clothing line out? No, I, I, you're not really allowed to take your businesses like that to the women's events. All right, gotcha. Okay. But do last you, year, I did do the um, awards for Grits and Glory. You did they, the awards? Yeah, they have like the Iron Butt, mm-hmm. um, you know, Beth Campsite, uh, different things like that. I did the awards for them. Oh, cool. That's, oh, that's awesome. So you're able to do pretty much anything as far as graphic design goes, huh? Yeah, I try to. I love that I'm able to do everything from like the screen to actually producing it. Nice. Where I I like to do things with my hands, so that's great. And you get to be creative. That's mm-hmm. fun. Excellent. Do you have a wish rally to go to? Definitely Sturgis in Daytona. All right. I was born in Daytona Beach. You were. I was yeah. too. That's great. <laughs> in Halifax <laughs> Hospital. I think that might have been where I was born, too. Probably. <laughs> um, I was only there for a few months, though. Okay. And then we moved to Massachusetts and then New York. Um, but I definitely would love to go back to Daytona and just experience, like, where I, where I was born. Yeah. <laughs> My dad always tells me I was made during bike week, so... <laughs> <laughs> all righty then sense from the time i was uh when i was born because bike week's in march and i was born in november so <laughs> maybe that's why i'm a biker girl that probably is <laughs> in my blood yeah exactly you didn't have a chance to do anything else <laughs> that's pretty cool that you have a whole family that rides i think that that's that's awesome i've yeah, talked to a couple of them yeah definitely and a good way to learn and ask questions. And uh, shoot, your dad just kind of putting your feet in the fire there. Oh, yeah. He would always just tell me to twist the throttle. Like, just twist it fully. <laughs> Go as fast as I could. You know, <laughs> younger. I don't do that now, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> I had quite a few crashes when I was little because I wasn't paying attention. Oh. <laughs> Going well, so you know that we talk about Real things. We talk about whoopsies. So Mm -hmm. speaking of crashes, do you have an epic one that some of the girls could learn from? Um, I've never been in any serious accidents or anything. Um, Never really dropped the bike at a stoplight. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with, like I said earlier, when my dad first put me on my Harley, I rode it around the grass and then I rode it around the house and the dirt. So I feel like that really, really helped me. Mm-hmm. prepare for riding on the road and also um taking the motorcycle safety course was life-changing on how <laughs> I'm able to operate on the road there's just so many things I learned there that I wouldn't have learned on my own or from somebody else that quickly mm-hmm. and how long ago did you take that course that was in 2014 okay but I'd love to eventually I'm pretty sure there's like a second course that you can take to like just practice your skills a little bit. Um, It's something I'd like to do in the near future. Good. Because there's always time to perfect your skills. And there's always something to learn. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. What's the longest ride you've been on? Um, By myself, probably last year when I went to Babes Ride Out. 
from Virginia. I rode my AA3 sports there from Virginia to New York. And it was about eight or 10 hours. Okay. It was a long day. I guess so. You did it in one day. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then on the way back last year, there was uh, all the cicadas. And I got pelted by them going through West Virginia. Oh, my gosh. Um, Those things aren't small. No. I got one that got stuck right in my windshield of my helmet. Like it, it almost went through my helmet, like into my face. Oh no! It, it hit my helmet so fast. <laughs> wow. So I guess that's something else to uh, be aware of. Yeah. All the bugs and stuff on the highways when you're riding, just kind of got to yeah. be careful about that. And you know, I definitely flinched a few times trying to avoid them, and that probably wasn't a good idea. <laughs> yeah. No. No quick moves. No, you just oh, have to keep riding through it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you don't think about, I mean, you get hit by a, just a a like small a bug, you know, and it hurts. Yeah. Um, but to get hit by a cicada, that would be, yeah, they're pretty big. Yeah. <laughs> I'd never seen one that big before. It was kind of scary. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have a wish ride? I would definitely love to travel across the United States. I think that would be really cool and a great way to explore the country. Yeah. So would you do it like a turtle? Like, you know, <laughs> starts and stops so that you can stop and see? Oh, yeah. You just want I don't think it. I could do an iron butt. Yeah, I see a lot of uh, YouTubers even, like, going over to different countries um, and riding these, like, crazy motorcycles on these back rows and so inspiring and it definitely makes me want to do that one day yeah yeah I've got a lot to learn as far as um, technique to do those you know I'm I ride a cruiser I don't ride off-road and to do a lot of the dirt road stuff I need to practice a whole lot more here yeah it's definitely a a skill yeah (laughs) what kind of advice do you have for the new riders um Definitely take the motorcycle safety course. Um, be patient. Don't give up on yourself. Um, and just keep going, you know. Just do as much riding as you can because every day you go out riding, you just get a little bit better. Good. Thank you. So going back to your business page, is there anything that you would like to do for our listeners? I will give um, everyone 10% off by using the code Forever Two Wheels, uh, using the number four and the number two in Forever Two Wheels, all uppercase. All uh, uppercase. Yeah. All right. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Forever Two Wheels. And we'll make sure that that's in the show notes, too. Mm-hmm. And tell me, it's not just shirts. So tell me a little bit more what you what you got. Give us a tour. Um. I have some leather goods. Um, I put a koozie up there recently I made. Um, I have these little stash keychains, which I absolutely love. Um, Their purpose of them is to, like, maybe put a $10 bill in there or something. And let's say you're at the gas station and your credit card doesn't work. You know, you have cash to get home. So you're not just running out of gas. 
Um, I've actually had somebody reach out to me recently that bought one and said, this just saved my life. That's awesome. (laughs) That's one of my favorite products. Um, I have some wire organizers on there for your bags. Um, What else do I have on there? Oh, I see a little flask. Oh, yeah. The leather (laughs) flask is super cool. Um, It's just a little mini leather flask that you can keep on your keychain or maybe you can hook it onto your pants for, you know, the rallies or anything, really. You don't want to drink too much and drive, but you could have a little bit or maybe keep some water in there. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Good advice. To wood burning lately, too. So I have some wood burnings up there. Oh, cool. Which I wood burned and then painted with acrylic paint. Um, I have some vinyl stickers up there and just some regular stickers. And the leather snaps, the cord organizers? Yeah. That's awesome. And you can use those anywhere, not oh, just yeah. on your bike. I was just thinking about it in my car the other day. I was sick of my phone wire being everywhere. And I'm like, oh, I should just make myself one of those cord organizers. That's very cool. And it's cool because you can, you know, put all your, you can put a lot of cords in there if you really wanted to. Like, you don't need to just put one set of cords in. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I'd love to have something like that for in here just to kind of, I feel like I have wiggle worms all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) But no, that's excellent. You can send a or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) More inspiring. Yeah. So I often see some people who wear, um, like, the longer headphones with the cords on them. You know, maybe it's something that they could even, like, use to clip it to themselves so the cord's not flapping everywhere. Absolutely. That's a good idea. I always wonder how many people lose their earbuds. I know. <laughs> it's kind of why That'd I switched be- to a Senna. You I switched to what? One of the Senna, the communication system. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, so I can listen to my... Um, mostly my GPS. Mm-hmm. I get a little nervous sometimes and anxious when my music's too loud um, in certain situations while I'm writing. So it's very important to me that I have control over turning the volume up and down. Mm-hmm. That's why I love the Senna communication systems. Cool. And is it something that you can turn up and down by voice or is it easy to reach? Yeah, it's a little knob right on the side of your helmet. Okay, great. No, I'm sure that it gets, especially at a stoplight, you know, when you're going, you might want to crank it up. And then when you get to a stoplight, it's pretty loud, I imagine. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's where I get kind of anxious and I'm like trying to pay attention and I'm like, I don't want my music distracting me. So, or even if like the person next to you that you're riding with is trying to talk to you and you're like, yeah. what? <laughs> you know, so it's just nice to be able to turn the music down to be able to hear what they're saying or whichever. Definitely. I love what you're doing. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm doing all the screen printing shirts, print on demand. So somebody will order the shirt and then I'll make it. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> kind of keeps me busy during the week. So yeah, definitely. Gives me to do and I love doing it. So good. And then once I get a little bit more advanced and, um, you know, my shop builds up a little bit more, then I'll start to have a lot of inventory of all of my different types of shirts and designs. Congratulations. And then you'll be able to come out to the rallies and sell oh, your yeah. stuff. Oh yeah. That's definitely future goals. Good. 
Good. Well, I hope to see you out there. I'm excited to take the podcast out to some of the rallies and um, do interviews on site. And yeah, I love that you have your own business and you've made your own niche. And I think it's just great. Congratulations. Good to makes you. me happy. Good. Well, thank you for taking time out to talk to me. Thank you for having me. Have a wonderful day. You too. All right. I hope to talk to you soon. You too. Thank you for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the show. Remember to check the show notes for more information, websites, and coupon codes. If you have questions or suggestions, feel free to drop me a DM on Instagram or Facebook at Sassy Biker Sisters. Until next time, stay safe and stay sassy.